welcome to our Friday Awesome Worship Experience, simply known as All. We are your hosts, Sean and Sharon. We invite you to sit back, relax, and worship with us as we hear the Word of God. So uh, with reading this book, I've been trying to figure out how to learn how to sit in my emotions. And I think what Uncle Sean had expressed for us to do was very important because sometimes we we're rushing, we're going, 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 and we don't have time to sit and process how we're feeling about certain things. So I've been really trying to sit in my emotions, process my emotions, understand how I'm feeling with my emotions, and then be able to take those emotions and articulate them into words for myself and also for other people. And sometimes that can feel um, very daunting and it actually um, feels like this is gonna take a lot of time, but in the end, it becomes a blessing to be able to have that time to do that. Um, and so in this, I realized that your emotions begin in your mind. And when you go back to the fundamental of Christian education, it mentions that your mind controls the whole man. All of our actions, rather good or bad, your mind is the beginning point, which then controls you. It has the sources of everything that you do. So if your mind controls the whole mind, that means that your emotions begin in your mind. When your emotions begins in your mind, that means that your emotions contributes to your whole self. It contributes how you respond to things. Your emotions contribute how you react to certain things. Therefore, in order to improve some of your mental health, which starts in your mind, we have to start with our emotions. So in this book, Mastering Our Emotions, it states that your emotions state that drastically it can affect your whole outlook in life leading you to act and behave differently. When you're in a positive state, you have more energy available. This energy gives you more confidence in everything that you do. And openness to consider new actions that can improve your life. The ability to leave or break out of your comfort zone, the more emotional room to preserve during the tough times. Better ideas can enhance your creativity when you have a positive outlook, more emotional room, more emotional room to preserve during the tough times and easy access to positive emotions within the same emotional range. So when you have a negative state of mind, you get the opposite. You're more tired, you're drowsy, you, you lack focus, you're not able to get out of your comfort zone. You wake up tired, even if you've had eight to 10 hours of sleep, you feel like you can't focus. Sometimes people have um, issues with their eyesight to where they feel like they can't see, things like that. And all of that is contribute to one's mindset. So of course it's easier said than done to just sit and say, well, just have a positive attitude, right? But with so many things going on in the world, that's kind of hard to do. It almost seems like as soon as you step out the house, you know, something negative happens and you may have a lot of negativity in your home right now. 
So how can you just say, okay, have a better attitude? Well, you can't, you have to work at it. You have to exercise it. People don't wake up and just have muscles, right? They have to go to the gym. They have to have a routine. They have to eat right. They have to sleep good. Um, they have to implement those things on a daily basis and they can take months before they actually see some good improvement, but they know in the end, they're going to get the results that they have. So if we put that much time and energy in building up our bodies, we also need to do that for our mind. Anika. Yes. Yeah, I have a quick comment. Uh-huh. Yeah, I find personally that uh, as I continue to feed on the word of God, as I continue to meditate upon the word of God, I am feeding my emotional and the spiritual life in a more positive way. And I'm and it helps me to deal with circumstances and situations in a more positive way instead of a more negative way. But right. I have to feed because I'm a sinner by nature, I have to feed and meditate upon the word of God and keep the positive flow going, keep the love of Jesus going. And then I'm able able to respond in a more positive way when I deal with situations. I agree with you, David, and that's the great segue to go into Luke 10, 19, that says that Jesus gives us the assurance that he has given us the power to overcome all. Mm -hmm. So having that mindset of looking to Jesus in order to have a positive mindset, that is a great way to begin your day. That's why it's important to have those um, daily devotions. That's why it's important to have those morning prayers in order to start mm -hmm. with a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of medical research out there that states that there's so many pathways that connect our body with our mind. Mm -hmm. And our brain can be micromanagers and they can impede on healing. Our cells can regenerate to heal themselves. Our cells have the ability to transform. Um, so if all of our cells are able to do that and our mind is able to heal ourselves, we have to start the healing process in our mind. I mean, in having those positive um, mindset to start off with will do wonders. And Luke does remind us that Jesus has given us the ability to overcome all. So there's nothing that we cannot overcome without him. So with all that being said, I don't want to just leave you guys with these statements. I want to bring you guys some exercises that we can do throughout the week. And like I said, there, these are not things that are going to cure all negativity in your life. These are not mm -hmm. things that will automatically heal mental health. There's deeper things in mental health that you do need medical assistance with, that you do need therapy, but these are just some things that you can perhaps start and kind of build your way to figure out where you are. So in the mornings, I want you guys to take about 10 minutes and think about your emotions that day. Ask yourself these questions. What inspires me? Write that answer down. What motivates me? What makes me happy? 
What relaxes me? Take those 10 minutes to really sit and think about those things and find words to those. It could be a sentence. It could be one word. And then before you go to work or before you go to school or anything you do that day, throughout that day, try to implement those questions. Okay, what motivates me? Do something that motivates you. What makes you happy? Try to do those things that make you happy. Be around people that make you happy. Do things that make you relax. At the end of the day, I want you to sit in your thoughts for 10 minutes and write down the emotions of your day. I was happy because... I was relaxed because I did this. Say, for instance, you're not having a good day. Life sucked today because, write it out. (laughs) Today was stressful because, write it out. And sit in those feelings. If something triggered you that day, write why it triggered you. Why did those bring you to those emotions? A lot of times when we feel anger, it's rooted into something else. It's rooted into sadness. It's rooted into fear. So really sit and think about why am I feeling this way and write it down. It's good to have a journal to be able to articulate some of our feelings. A lot of times we're quick to say the common words like happy, sad, angry, but in reality, it it could be something deeper. So send in those things and write out your feelings and then write out all the things that you did today that inspired you, that made you happy, that that relaxed you. And try to do that each day. Wake up in the morning, be able to write out those things and try to implement them throughout the day. We can't expect ourselves to have a positive mindset if we're not implementing the things that make us have positive mindsets or make us that relaxed. You may find yourself struggling. Well, what does relax me? What does make me happy? Like what does excite me? And if you're having a hard time doing that, then throughout the day, try to figure out whether those some of those things that could implement some of those feelings. And if you come to the end of the week, you're like, nothing I do makes me happier. Nothing that I did this week relaxed me. Then it's time to change up our routine. Now, I'm not saying to go and, you know, everybody's putting in their two-week notice, you know, <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, we got to have jobs so that, you know, we can have a place to stay and things like that. But there's certain things that we can do perhaps in our job um, that could help us have a better outlook. Because a lot of times a job is what takes up a lot of our time throughout the day. We spend more time at work than we do at home with our families, mm-hmm. with our friends. So it's trying to find that balance. And then try to do that throughout the week. And at at the end of the week, see what things you can do that can make those changes, that can implement. Um, Anthony and I started doing this for about a month, and we have seen a lot of improvement. We, We got to a place where we were both so negative about everything that was going on at work, at home. And it it just got to the point I was like, okay, we gotta change some things, you know because you can't make all the changes all at once. And so we were really focused this month to how to find peace in our our current situation, because you you cannot always change 
your current situation right away. Sometimes it takes time. So being able to find that peace. So every day for a month, we've been saying, okay, what relaxes us? What motivates us? What makes us happy? And sometimes those do come into thankfulness. We realize like, oh, I'm thankful for this. Oh, I'm thankful for this. And when you start off your day with something positive, yes, other things may come in. But when you start off with that positivity, it gives you that right foot for that day. And when your mindset is on the positivity, you can see more positive things. Have you ever noticed when you're around someone that complains all the time, then you start complaining all the time or someone who's nitpicky about everything, you can also see it. So it's that same concept. When you exude positivity, you then can help other people see positivity and vice versa. So I have that as I'm going to continue on with Uncle Sean. He had a challenge for us this last week. So I have a challenge for us this week. But since we have talked about positive mindsets, does anybody want to share tonight on anything that relaxes them or anything that motivates them or makes them happy? Janika. Yes, David. One of the things that helps me is, first of all, is daily devotion. If I put God first, I step back during the course of the day, no matter what happens, and let him deal with it. And, uh, and at the end of the day, uh, you know, before I go to bed, it's my nightly devotion before I go to bed. So simply just putting God first. Just, just to give you a quick situation, I had to happen yesterday. I had a patient yesterday. I think some of y'all know I work two days a month and I stay home. So yesterday I had a patient. I went out to, to do the demographics, you know, the name, et cetera, et cetera, and found out to let him know what I was going to do. He was very emotional from jump. So that is tough to deal with <laughs> when you're dealing with a patient. He calls his wife. He, she comes in and she's all upset with him. So I can tell that there's a lot of issues going on between him and his wife. But he was telling her to answer his questions. I'm tired of, he's rude. I don't want to answer his questions, but I needed to know this. So she finally tells him, just go back there and follow his instructions and answer his questions. She went on back out the door. To make a long story short, I'm doing a scan of his head. So I need to get rid of all the metal. His uh, ear, his earrings, his his glasses, his hat, and he got mad at me. He started cursing, and so I'm back in the room with this guy. So he strips down in his underwear, and that's how I did his CAT scan, because he got mad at me for simply asking him to take off the jewelry and the necklace so I could do a scan of it. You know, you know, if you know CAT scan, you don't want any metal in the area of interest. So he got mad at me for tell him to take that off. He just stripped down into his underwear and I, that's how I did his cat scan. So it's sometimes it's tough. And I'm a hey, girlfriend, I'm praying. What's <laughs> this guy? Am I gonna have to fight my way out of here with this guy? But you know, the, the, the good thing is, I thank the Lord that I started out my day with him and the situation didn't go too far, but uh, I have to give it all to God. That, that, that is true, David. Sometimes when we're working on our mindset or when we ask the Lord 
to give us more patience. It seems yep. like things come our way in order to <laughs> practice. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, Andra, see your hand. Hey, Jenny. Um, I was just going to say, first of all, thank you for doing this today. It's really good, really strong mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. message. And um, I was thinking when you were talking about gratitude and starting your day with gratitude, kind of living in gratitude, you know, how the Bible talks about, you know, give thanks with a grateful heart, you know, and now let the weak say I am strong. And we say that a lot as Christians, but how often do we actually step back to give thanks? How often do we step back to just take in everything that the Lord has done for us? And um, I was thinking about a situation that happened at work today that was highly infuriating. Um, and I was speaking to a friend today and I, I was just going off. I was so mad and, and it was injustice and unfair. And she said, okay, but what can we focus on? Let's go back to gratitude. Let's go back to like, we can't change this person. And, mm -hmm. and, and I love it because it put me in a place where I had to get off of what I couldn't do, what I couldn't change. Because at some point when you have to lay it down, you really have to lay it down. Mm -hmm. But then when I'm saying angry and mad and frustrated and you know what I mean? It's almost like I'm picking it back up again. And she said, but what do we love right now? What are you grateful for right now? And I was like, I, I don't even know. <laughs> and she was like, let's start with, you have a nice house. Let's start with, you have, and it's so funny that once you get going on gratitude, how it does change your heart. Mm -hmm. It changes mm -hmm. your mind. It changes your perspective. Um, and by the time we had, I had gotten through listing things, she was like, take a deep breath. Where are you now? <laughs> and I was like, I, I I'm better, you know? So I love that you're talking about that because I feel like we don't do it enough, right? Mm -hmm. We jump into our day like, oh, I got to go. I got to go do this. I got to go do that. But to have the ability to go for a walk or go, you know, do something that's relaxing or to check in with the Lord and say, Lord, I don't know what you even put in me that I like to do that's relaxing. So how did you build me? What did you put in me? What who am I in you or how did you create me and then give thanks for that because he knows every hair on your head. He knows how you're built and he knows how mm -hmm. to lead you to those things. So um, just a, a quick word on gratitude and how it does change. It changes your life. It changes that word in the Bible of give thanks with a grateful heart. Mm -hmm. It's powerful to put it into practice. That is so true. And I feel like in, in America, sometimes we forget about the blessings that we have in front of us because we consider them as normal things. Right. Um, sometimes when we are struggling to find that thankfulness, to find that gratitude, start off with I'm thankful for food on my table. I'm thankful for clothes on my back. I'm thankful for a car. I'm thankful for a job. You know, I'm thankful that I'm able to leave my lights on and come back and not have to worry thinking that now I'm not going to have lights for a week because sometimes we take those things for granted. 
um, but not everyone has the privileges um, of the basic necessities of life. Um, so that I appreciate you sharing that, Andra. Oh, can I say one thing? I'm grateful for a washer and dryer. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Like I remember praying for a washer and dryer for so many years. And then when you get one and I tear up so many times, I go by a laundromat and I think, oh my gosh, Lord, thank you. I, that's not my life anymore. Or I don't have to go out in the cold to wash my clothes. You know, like I can do it from home. It's the smallest thing. Sometimes the mm -hmm. smallest blessings that are, that are massive. So I, I 100% agree with that. Thank you. David, I see your hand. Yeah, just one quickie, then I better shut up. Uh, just listening, I was thinking about Job, you know, the story of Job, how he lost everything. And his and in Job chapter two, verse 10, it says, and his wife tells him, does thou still retain thy integrity, curse God and die? But he said unto her, thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What shall we receive good at the hand of God and shall not we receive evil? So sometimes we're going we're gonna, to we praise the Lord for the good. We, we still need to praise him for the evil because he know, lets us know that to serve him, we're going to go through some stuff. So we just have to praise him. And that's what Job did. Each time something happened, what did he do? He continued to praise God. And so that's the attitude I try to take every day the attitude of Job, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what happens, I'm still going to praise God. Yeah. And he's a prime example of having that positive mindset, but mm -hmm. he also started with the Lord. And mm -hmm. even with nothing, he kept that mindset of, mm -hmm. I am with the Lord. I am with the world. So things around him was changing, but you know what? His mindset didn't change. That's right. He kept staying with the Lord. And that's mm -hmm. the type of mindset we need to have because the, the world around us is, is going to continue to move. We can only take, we can only change ourselves. We can mm -hmm. only change ourselves mindset. So even with everything else around us, that is a great example, David. Great example. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Grandma Hobart, I see your hand. Uh, yes. I, I just wanted to say that sometimes I forget how thankful I am because, and I, we have a group that meets every Wednesday and we just give our testimonies and we thank God. We just pray and thank God that, you know, he allows us to come together. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'm in the thick of doing things for my aunt Dorothy running back and forth. And I'm like, Lord, this is costing a lot of gas. This is costing, because she's on the other side of Nashville. <laughs> and I'm like, but then I have, God just stopped me. And he says, this is what I put you here to do. Why are you complaining? I've given you the strength. I've given you the health. I've given you my presence. I've given, I put my hand over you to be able to do this. Why are you whining? <laughs> I've allowed you to actually move here because I knew this was coming. It didn't catch me by surprise. I knew what was happening. So I brought you here so that you would not have to come all the way from Louisville, Kentucky to have to do this every weekend. So I need you to be grateful. And I can wake up, some, I can wake up in the morning and I can say, thank you, Lord, for my home. Because looking at the prices of homes now, 
And knowing that mm. the Lord gave me a house, I mean, put mm. me in it, said, this <laughs> one is yours. Even the real estate agent said, I think God has this one for you. This is your house. You're going to get this one. And within, um, by the end of the next month, I was closing. Amen. And there's one I can afford to pay for, praise the Lord, on my retirement. That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess my second blessing is my children and my children-in-law, my goddaughter, all my nieces and nephews. If I needed something, I have no doubt that somebody would be here saying, Mama Hobart, we got you. Don't worry. So, you know, these are blessings that you don't always think about, but God brings it back to you to say, mm -hmm. I am and that starts with a devotion every morning. Give waking up with God on your heart every morning. So I can only say thank you, Lord, for all things. So Amen. that is my blessing. Amen. And and Amen. it's nice to be able to be amongst like-minded people and be able mm -hmm. to share um, the positive influences that we see in our lives, that we see. Um, within ourselves and it's not to negate the trials and tribulations that we go through on a regular basis is not to you know undermine real internal turmoil that we may have but I hope that some of these steps that we have talked about today will kind of help us get towards that right direction of having that positive mindset because mm -hmm. having that positive mindset starting our day with the Lord can do wonders. Being able mm -hmm. to go to sleep with a peaceful mind helps you to sleep better. Um, when you have that positive mindset, you take better care of your health. When your brain is functioning at its highest capacity, your body is able to get the improvements that it has. And what we watch, what we eat, how we treat our body, all of mm -hmm. that intertwines um, with our mindset. So that's also something to keep in mind if we're doing that work um, mentally, we also have to feed ourselves. We're feeding our spiritual self, but we also have to feed our bodies as well in a positive light so that mm -hmm. we can have a good mindset. I see mm -hmm. I'm Sharon's or Uncle Sean's hand. Yes. I was just going to say also that. Um, you were talking about journaling and um sometimes you know i've if, I, if i'm upset i will journal and usually it's negative you know a lot of negative but after you've been writing so much negative you're like you're tired <laughs> of being negative you know <laughs> and then i don't know the lord will just change all my negativity into a prayer and then it turns into thankfulness <laughs> <You know? laughs> And so um, sometimes you, you might have to get that negative out to express, you know, how you're feeling about something. But once you get it out, I, I, I don't know, the Lord just makes me when I get it out to, to feel better. And then I do look at, you know, God has really been good to me, you know, mm -hmm. and the blessings. And I think that it is good to be able to self-reflect on those things that caused you anger, that triggered you, that made you sad and things like that. So 
Thank you, Aunt Sharon, for sharing that, because that is important. Sometimes people want to push down everything negative Mm -hmm. um, and just be like, I have to think positive, I think positive. But no, it's like, get those feelings out, write them down, express them, sing a song, do those things to be able to get those things out. And, And like you said, you will transition yourself into those positive pathways. It may not be right away. It may take a couple of weeks, but like you said, after a while, you'd be like, okay, I got to say something positive. I'm over here praying, reading my Bible. It got to be something that I can say. And it's, it's definitely can be a roller coaster. Um, but as we continue to go towards that positive goal, we can get there. Um, I heard that granddaddy may have something to say. Granddaddy? Yes. I just thank the Lord for having him in my life. Mm-hmm. Child, even though I've been a naughty boy many times, especially growing up in the, my early years, but uh, the Lord has taught me to pray. Mm-hmm. And talk to the Lord and ask for forgiveness and for his peace to come up on me. It's just good having the Lord in your life. Mm-hmm. If you don't have him, get him. It's Amen. He is your peace. He's a joy, your happiness. When everything else goes wrong, I was first time I spent any time in the hospital like I just spent last month. And uh I got to thinking how close I came to death. Mm-hmm. And just those few, I was feeling like $100 before. And just in a day or so, I'm down, can't hardly, I couldn't, I'm up now. But I couldn't hardly stand on my feet, never long walk. I was down where I couldn't stand on my feet. But the Lord brought me back. Mm-hmm. And my, my prayer to him was, Lord, it's in your hand. That's right. Whatever you decide, just let it be your choice. And have your own way. And life or death or whatever will come. I was set on being satisfied that the Lord thought it best. I said again, I thought I was satisfied in knowing the Lord knows what's best for me. Mm-hmm. Amen. And like granddaddy said, um, if you don't have them, get them. If you don't know how to get them, touch your neighbor (laughs) (laughs) and and be around those people who have them so that they can rub off on you and you can figure out how to get them. Amen. 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 (laughs) You got it. Andre, did you have your hand up? I did, but I put it down. You weren't supposed to see it. Oh. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, no, I was listening to your 
granddad and um, thinking about what David has shared, what you have shared. And it reminded me about, you know, starting the day with gratitude, but let's not forget worship. Let's not forget Mm -hmm. keeping that song in your heart of, you know, I love you, Jesus. I worship and you. I, I just want to tell you, I love you. Lord, I love you more than anything. Um, it's amazing how worship changes things, right? It's amazing how it can break barriers that other things can't. Um, and uh, I just wanted to leave that. It was just on my heart to say, like, let's not forget that, that when we don't know what to say, we generally have a song. We generally have a hymn. You don't need, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need, you don't need to be on tune. He said, make a joyful noise, right? And he inhabits the praises of his people. Um, so sometimes we got to get to the throne by going into worship, whether we feel it or not, right? And just let that be a release as well. Mm-hmm. Amen. I was glad that you said that, um, Andrea, because right before you started speaking, I was thinking the exact same thing. And the song that entered my heart was, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know thus said the Lord. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him. You know, and, and, and I thought about that song seconds before you started talking, because that is your song of praise. Mm-hmm. Words to songs can carry you through. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Friday night when mama went down last week, we started singing. She could do nothing else, not even open up her eyes, but you saw her lips moving and she was trying to sing along with us. Praise God. Who couldn't do anything. Something about the word of God in music mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. can stir the heart and get the lips to moving. And we sang probably four or five different songs, and she was singing the songs. You could barely hear, mm-hmm. barely hear. But let me tell you something. I know. <laughs> That music, the words of these songs that uplift the Lord to him Mm -hmm. and comforts his people. And so I wanted to share that. Amen. Amen. Can I jump in real quick? Can I jump in real quick? Has anybody ever seen the movie Horton Hears a Who? Anybody ever seen this? All right. If you haven't seen it, you guys, you guys need to watch it. I think, and I'm going somewhere with this, Cheryl. I think that is one of the most powerful movies about worship that they didn't know they were making about worship, right? And there's a specific scene in there where these little people are living on this, this cotton ball thing and, and everybody thinks this little elephant is crazy because he can hear them, but nobody else can. And when they're in their deepest amount of trouble, He says, y'all have to make a lot of noise. So they start chanting, we are here, we are here, we are here. We are here, we are here. And it's not working. And so then he tells them, y'all have to pick up the musical instruments 
Listen to what I'm saying. Y'all need to start playing music. We need something louder. So they start singing. They start Mm -hmm. playing. And what they show is once they all join their voices in song and an instrument, there's a veil over them that burst. And then they're heard. And I just (laughs) wonder if that's not a picture of worship right? If worship gets us to a place in the presence of God that sometimes Mm -hmm. our words can't because our words can be very finite. But when we move the situation out of the way and put him in the presence and go right on in with, it is so sweet to trust in Jesus. Yes, Jesus. I'll always take you at your word. Mm -hmm. I'll always rest upon your promise. My mom is laying here I can't get her up off the floor, but I'll just trust and know that thus saith the Lord Jesus, Jesus, if it doesn't do something but move his heart to say, I hear you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hear you. Right. Let's not forget the praise and the power of worship. Amen. 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 I'm going to wrap this up because it's 830. We started on time. We want to end on time. But I would like to say that I feel like we have a commonality in this place right now that can answer what relaxes us, what motivates us, what makes us happy. And it has all equaled out to being Jesus. Amen. So let's just keep that in mind at our forefront. If anything else, if you can't think of anything else in your paper this week, at least put Jesus down there. Start you off with it. that <laughs> and then work your way on down the list. I do want to end with the verse. From Philippians 4, verses 8, that says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever Mm -hmm. is noble, whatever is right, Mm -hmm. whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these these things. Amen. Let us pray. Thank you so much, Lord, for giving us the opportunity to just talk about having a positive mindset. And as we have all mentioned tonight, um, that you are the beginning. You are the center in order Mm -hmm. to to have those positive mindsets. You are the the one thing that we can grab a hold on in this crazy world, in this busy world, all the things that are surrounding us. So as we go through this week, Lord, just touch our hearts, touch our minds, help us to have a positive attitude, help us to be more grateful, help us to be able to get along mm-hmm. with you so that um, we can live our lives in a way that others can see our light shining so bright that others want to know what are we doing in our lives to be able to have this type of joy, this type of praise, this type of positive attitude. Lord, I'm just asking that you be with us individually and as a household Mm -hmm. and go our separate ways that you continue to be with us. Thank you for joining us for another awesome worship experience. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.